0: Tonkabon episode 99. This week we'll be going over weekly Shonen Jump issue number 43 and also kind of announcing our new uh, series that we're going to be covering for the month of October. Uh, my name is Cole Greco and joining me as usual is my co host Jude Noll. Jude, how's it going?
1: Uh, going all right. I've actually been finally getting around to playing Pokemon Scarlet ever since we did our like final mm-hmm. or I guess mm-hmm. the most recent Pokemon Adventures chapters. Uh, I remember getting it before. And watching my girlfriend like play the initial part of the game and being so intimidated by how long the like pre-game tutorials and cutscenes oh were, that yeah it's like i was like i i've already seen this once i can't sit through this again mm-hmm. so i kind of sat on the game for however long it's been was it like november when it came out
0: yeah mm-hmm. it's almost
1: been a year i feel like i've sat on it since then and then was so bored this week, I finally just, like, hopped on. And, yeah, I mean, it's actually, like, really fun and fast-paced once you get past the slow, mm-hmm. slow intro.
0: Yeah, I had a while back started up, uh, like, on, a on like, a separate profile, started a new playthrough. And I was like, okay, I'll do, like, you know, whatever, only using fire types or something like that. Kind of fun. And then yeah. you get to that just immediate, like, you're talking to, what's his name, Uh Clavel oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> it's just it's great and you're like dude i can't i can't do this another time it's like i'll just like yeah maybe this isn't for me <laughs> the the yeah. dlc came out last week uh yeah like last friday i've played it a little bit but i haven't I haven't dove too too far into it yet
1: and i saw that you're continuing on your own pokemon adventure yourself
0: Yes, well that that picture uh, that the the store posted that was from that was from last week. I actually didn't get to go play oh, this okay. past week, yeah. but but yeah that was the that was the top four uh, the top four pick from uh, <laughs> what I mentioned last episode. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> yep, but I've been I've been grinding. I've been playing because uh, they have got that TCG Live like app for the phone and like computer and stuff, and I've been playing yeah. quite a bit. I've been I've got my I've got my deck loaded in there, so we've been tweaking cards. Been yeah been been going after it
1: well i I was hanging out with a longtime listener of the podcast kyle root the other day and he was telling me that the pokemon tcg like game boy uh like i guess virtual console game that's on Mm -hmm. the system now is pretty good have you checked that out
0: i played it i think you may have mentioned it before yeah i played it uh, a little bit like i opened it up and it's it uh I think just at the time I was like, yeah, the it, it just looks so clunky because it's a Game Boy Color game. Like it, it looked yeah. cool, but I was like, when I opened it up, I was like, I don't, I don't want to get into this right now. <laughs> but I've heard good things about. There's a lot of people that you know you'll see on Reddit or Twitter or whatever, and they're like, this is the only thing I've ever engaged with for the Pokemon card game, and they're like, and it, it's awesome. <laughs> so
1: yeah, I remember at my old job, I had like you know it's like at the computer working at a service desk, and I'd mm-hmm. always like just click on random articles in the Bulbapedia website and I remember thinking the like sprites and enemy characters from the TCG game looked so cool
0: yeah they look awesome yeah it's just some of the UI for actually playing the game is a little weird it's like you got to open up like you got to click on the card and then you got like scroll to a different menu to like read what's on the card and you got to come back to see like how many hit points it has it's a little I mean you know understandably finicky because it was on the Game Boy Color but if you're not uh, if you're not kind of expecting that or or ready for it, it can be yeah. <laughs> it can be a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, if I'm completely bored and in front of a computer for like hours at a time, I'm either going to be looking at Bulbapedia or mm-hmm. looking up like obscure Cincinnati Reds players on Wikipedia, or I'm on Rate Your Music. It's one of those
0: three things. Yep, my coworkers and I this past week, one of our you know, we'll kind of have just, like, a running topic that'll go throughout the day or, like, the week that, you know, people will just kind of, like, pipe up and mention every now and then. And our one this past week was uh, what Pokemon names would make good names for humans or bad names for humans. <laughs> so, we settled that, like, you know, Aeron, not a bad, like, human name. You could do that. Yeah. Jinx, even. Jinx, like, you could get away with Jinx um but like jigglypuff probably pretty bad you don't (laughs) want to do that you don't want to name your kid like ultra necrozma so that's a that's a fun one too or you know mr mine that's a human name would be pretty good (laughs) something something i've been
1: thinking about is like you know we're we're both super into like baseball and like read baseball reference and we're both like you know really into pokemon Mm -hmm. baseball reference has the immaculate grid game where you have like the nine squares, and you have Uh-oh. to be like, you know, this character has...
0: I've already been searching. That
1: character... <laughs> yeah, the, this player's played for, like, the Reds and the Yankees. This player's played for the Reds and had a 40 home run season. We need that for Pokemon, where it's like, you know, mm-hmm. they're fairy type with, like, this amount of HP, or they're, like, you know, this obscure dual typing. I think yep. that would be really fun.
0: Yeah, I, I've looked. They have Pokemon kind of wordle things, where it's like, you know it's in this gym and they're like you know whatever it's like generation height weight type one type two stuff like that but it just it's not very fun um but yeah pokemon yeah. a pokemon like grid would be pretty good
1: yeah i mean you i feel like both fandoms really uh attract the same type of brain <laughs>
0: Hmm. yeah yeah because you could definitely do you could do like type generation maybe like a move that the pokemon learns like there's enough kind of categories there that you can you can find some cool crossovers
1: yeah i mean you go through the stats of your pokemon team that's basically like baseball stat cast Mm-hmm.
0: yeah exactly <laughs> well all right dude do we want to hop into the uh hop into our table of contents here
1: yeah let's do it and we've got uh Finally going to get to cover the debut of the most anticipated series of 2023, (laughs) so that should be
0: fun. Yep. So this week we've got League Color Page and Cover Page goes to 2 on Ice, our final new series from this batch, um, with color pages for Kagurabachi, Nuez Exorcist, Mission Yozakura Family. At the number one spot is Sakamoto Days, followed by One Piece, Okanabanashi, My Hero Academia, and then Blue Box at number five. At number six is Jujutsu Kaisen, followed by Mama Yuyu with the new badge. At number seven is Kill Blue, followed by Witch Watch, Cypher Academy, and then Undead Unluck at number 10. Uh, and then our bottom five here we've got Elusive Samurai, Me and Roboko, uh, Martial Master Asami, the Ichinosa family's Deadly Sins, and then Icehead Head Gill. Um, just kind of before we get into some of the more specific chapter discussions. Table contents here. Uh, looking real bad for uh, Marshall Master Asami <laughs> Chindosei's an ice head kill.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not surprised about the other two, but Marshall Master Asami kind of surprises me. We've both been mm-hmm. talking about how good it is. I feel like it's been getting a lot of you know warm reception on Twitter and Reddit. It's definitely not like a super hyped series. Yeah, but to me, it, it feels like it's competently drawn and written. Mm-hmm. it's got an interesting enough story you know maybe this is just a fluke but no that doesn't look good at all
0: yeah it. i mean it always like reading it it feels good enough to me but you yeah. know at times there are the series that we kind of look at like that we're like okay this seems like one that could survive and even still usually those don't survive right like it's i right. think it, it's kind of in um like, Tokyo Demon Bride story territory, where it's like, you know, this is one I could see going on a while, like, you know, the, the art's good, the story's kind of fun, it's got a, you know, an interesting premise, but that doesn't quite, uh, doesn't quite cut it. <laughs>
1: yeah, and also, I, last week was the final chapter of Do Retry. What were, what were yes. your thoughts on the final chapter? Because I thought it was definitely, we, we had mentioned that it might be, like, ending in a sort of like self insert self wish fulfillment Mm -hmm. uh, note for the author and it totally was because it starts in the future and the descendant of the main character is like oh i I hate my office job i just want to be a a cobbler for some reason and everybody's like you suck like stop give up on your dream of being a cobbler and at the end he's just like i'm gonna be a true man and never give up on my dream I'm like, yeah, this is definitely like the author mm-hmm. telling his own story about how he really wants to be a manga author and just keeps getting shot down, but but he's going to keep retrying.
0: I was going to say that the last panel says, I'm not out by a long shot. I can still get back up. Meanwhile, I'm I'm in his corner yelling, you know, stay down. Like, don't, you know, you don't yeah, want exactly. to, like, you're, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> do not, do not retry. <laughs> Yeah, it reminds it me is. of the
1: like um, Evangelion mm-hmm. title where it's like you cannot whatever yeah, like exactly. do and in the
0: parentheses not <laughs> retry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I thought uh, the manga was horrible. Uh, there, there are really no yeah. no positives to it. It, it is somehow like it is a full step down from bone collector bone collector was not even good enough that i could finish it but i still even remember reading it and being like all right like whatever you know it's it's a bad manga and i feel like this is still significantly worse like (laughs) bone collector at least oh yeah i don't know they had some like uh whatever like yokai kind of drawings and stuff that's like all right that looks fine this was just just putrid oh yeah
1: no no positives
0: yeah um and let's see is there anything else kind of sticking out where the, everything else really is kind of at a pretty normal yeah. spot me and roboco gets its turn down here near the near the bottom but it just just had a color pace so i think me and roboco is fine kill blue still pretty high number seven yeah. um, um which um, watch maybe I a little lower than thing, usual
1: yeah i think the biggest thing for me is new ways exorcist is this two color pages in a row for it? Because yes. I swear yeah, I got one last week. Yep. Uh yeah, it's over for us New ways Exorcist haters, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and man, and I keep kind of waiting. I'm like, well, maybe there'll be a chapter where I just am like, okay, like I, I can read this, and it still is just not it's not here. Oh yeah. And it's at what it's now? So bad. Like chapter twenty ish probably.
1: Yeah, it's I going think for so a while. it's beyond it's beyond the point where you can like really write it off. Yeah, it's a it's at eighteen, mm-hmm. so you know it's already breached the U eighteen club. Yep, and it has no signs of slowing. So no, nope. I, be... I think it's here to stay.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think we're gonna uh, be here doing uh, you know episode number two hundred, and New Ways Exorcist is still gonna be still gonna be here. Unfortunately, yep. what a bummer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but to get into some of the more specific chapter discussions uh the first one i've got is ichinose family's deadly sins man we were a little positive on ichinoses for a while and i read these two most recent chapters this week and i've got to say i think this series kind of sucks like
1: yeah anytime they <laughs> anytime they start to develop a story Suddenly, it's like, oh, he wakes up from another dream within a dream.
0: I mean, this is ridiculous. Like, what are we doing? I don't. Maybe it's a maybe it's his like gamer tag kind of name. You know, we got the Tizon Five, we got Mopolo Three. Maybe it's just these people. Yeah, can't write. Get get them out of here. I don't. I don't want any <laughs> yeah. more. I don't want any more like you know Sniper God sixty nines in here. You know blunt brother four twenties don't don't give me these <laughs> names like just have just have a normal name
1: <laughs> yeah the the soundcloud era is over like we don't we don't need x x five
0: exactly yeah, yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna do a pseudonym, make it i don't know Ichiro Tanaka or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll take that yeah, I think it's 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 the gamer tag name people here they just can't they can't cut it. Yeah, I I've I been, just yeah, good. I think the series is just it's it's bad. Like I really liked um uh, original Sin, but you know, coming off of having to do something for fifteen chapters versus now we're at chapter probably like chapter forty or something. Yeah, forty one for Ichinose families. And he just does uh yeah, Tyson Five does not have the writing chops for this. I don't even know I just don't know what we're doing. We've recycled the same thing forty times. <laughs>
1: yeah unfortunately i think there's a reason why shonen manga like on a weekly level is so formulaic mm-hmm. it's because if you're gonna like take on this level of work put out chapters at this length every week you kind of have to stick to a specific script where like even something like Benashi is following uh, the similar formula that was like laid down by like naruto and jojos and dragon yeah Ball, where I think Araki mentioned it in his uh, The Theory and Practice of Manga book, where it's like no matter what, each chapter you're always like moving forward towards a goal. Mm-hmm. If you're expecting people to like come back to something every seven days and like kind of remember and stay invested in it, it's hard to do experimental storytelling, even when you kind of want series to do that. And, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the metal to do it.
0: No yeah it's just it's not very good (laughs) like I don't know I, I can get down with like a sort of time loop you know Groundhog Day style story but I just like this isn't even this isn't even that this is I just don't know what's going on yeah yeah, it's it's not. Very I, good. I I'm very disappoint di- very disappointed in what's happened with Ichinosuke because this is one that, like, especially when it first started, we were like, "This is this kind of next man up," but uh, not so much.
1: Yeah, I think that was was that before Ruuri Dragon. I feel like it came out really no. close to that.
0: No, this one came out at like the so, end of this was this one came out in, like December or maybe January.
1: Yeah, because I think this one was probably the one that was like the most hyped on release mm-hmm. since Ruri Dragon.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because people really like Takapi's original Sin, and so the kind of the prospects of getting a full series from that that writer is pretty cool. Um it just has not uh has not panned out. Had you know, uh, Tyson Five's the kind of dude that had like the the Shelly Duncan season where he's, you know, hitting like seven homers in ten games and then the next season It's like, oh, maybe this guy actually sucks at baseball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. yeah this is one of, one of the many linsanity runs we've seen in weekly <laughs> shonen jump over the past year yep exactly
0: yeah yeah Scored 55 points for three games and then it's like oh maybe he's just like a a, a seventh man on the roster <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but next up one that i suspect will not uh, kind of take that that route, but you know we've been we've been wrong before. Is uh, Kagurabachi? I I thought this first chapter was was awesome. It's it's obviously very uh, very formulaic, formulaic very kind of edge lore. Very you know have you read a shonen jump manga before? You've read Kagurabachi, but you know this is why. This is why we read Shonen Jump is for a series like this, exactly. right? Like I I would have never gotten the subscription if I wasn't interested in reading One Piece or Naruto, and this is something that would have aired on Toonami right behind One Piece and Naruto.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the art is super clean, uh, mm-hmm. the storytelling for compared to similar stuff that's come out in this vein, I think it's really good. Yeah. I honestly think it's already kind of doing the Sakamoto days, like, action storytelling better than Sakamoto days. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. Yeah, and I liked how this first chapter, like, it kind of sets up... It gives you all the background information you need, and, I mean, the beginning is him sort of, like, telling the backstory, but it's not, not in the way that, like... Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a series that, uh, like maybe New Ways Exorcist or something. Honestly, where they're just like yeah. talking at you for like two whole chapters. This is sort of like, yep, I'm a blacksmith hanging out with my dad. He's kind of goofy, and then it just kind of like flashes forward. It's like you know that something bad has happened, and that's all you sort of really need to. All you really need to get.
1: Yeah, and I think the illustrations of the like powers coming out of the swords, like he's got, he's got like fish or like coyfish mm-hmm. are yeah, like cool. sprouting out. Like, yeah, I this is really inventive stuff. And I you know, I think the memes are definitely helping drive the hype, but it, it helps that like it's actually really well done.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I just like the uh, like the character designs too. It's got a little bit of the uh uh the faces are very one piece, obviously. Um but yeah. you know everyone just i don't know everyone looks pretty cool looks pretty distinct uh yeah and i like this art a lot it, it the art looks um it's got this sort of like ruri dragon Akanabanashi thing going on where it's like um uh, very like hand shaded it seems like
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah and I'm, i not there's some like mm-hmm
1: Interesting paneling going on too. There's like one page where there's like these dudes that are being hanged in a public square, yeah. And like they're just tiny rectangular panels over top of them that are telling mm-hmm. the story in like real time. But that's pretty inventive.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. And like you were saying, you know, the kind of the the Sakamoto action. Uh, yeah, the talk like action panels that we've gotten, where it's just like you turn the page, it's a big double page spread of someone getting like you know slashed up by koi fish or completely slashed in half. Those all just look really good.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Reading this is definitely like okay, this guy, you know, this person is a, a a pro. They they can at least draw. I mean, we'll we'll see over the next handful of chapters how uh how the story develops. You know, R- Red Hood was also similarly hyped up and had a. Uh, also had like a really cool first chapter where I think we were pretty locked in, and then it uh, it it fell apart very quickly. So it's definitely you know I'm not not penciling in Kagurabachi for another year just yet, but. You know, at least from the first chapter, it's it's kind of as good as you can get. Definitely like after reading it, you know, it was on par with Sakamoto Days or Blue Box or Okanabanashi where like even from chapter one I'm like, okay, this is you know, this is one this is in the upper half of manga in the in the magazine. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got really uh, big hopes for it. Mm -hmm. Hopefully this kind of drives more uh, excitement around new Shonen Jump series, like outside of the people that are already going to read whatever comes out like us.
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, Next series I had was Me and Roboco. I don't really have like a whole, whole lot to say on Me and Roboco, just more that like I think maybe I said this the last time I talked to me and Roboco. I just appreciate that me and Roboco is in the the magazine. It's the only real, like, pure comedy series that we have right now. Um, yes. And it's just been, like, grinding away, doing the same thing for 153 chapters now. And I, I love it. I thought this most recent chapter was pretty hilarious. They're, like, I really love these ones where they uh, are kind of, like, I don't know, like making fun of the editors and stuff. I've been reading uh Dr. Slump a lot and it has a ton of that where like the the editor, you know, Toriano's editor is like one of the main like quote unquote villains <laughs> of Doctor Slump. So I like when they put it yeah. here in in RoboCo too. But yeah, I think this manga is just it's just great. The uh we had like a A little six chapter arc or so which i thought was just okay but i love the just love that uh roboco was allowed to do that and even chapter 152 from the week before has so many good panels these last couple panels where they've got like references to the shining and stuff in here are so good
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i love this the final or like not final, but the, the shot of the editor on the last page where he's mm-hmm. looking like a Junji Ito illustration. Yep. That's so cool too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So yeah, just uh, you know, can't take me and RoboCo for granted. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know, if me if me and RoboCo gets the axe, we've got we've really got nothing nothing to make us laugh. Which watch is yeah, a full exactly. on, if, is full on action at this point, so what do we What do we have anymore?
1: Yeah. It is cool to see, like, Robico hit more than 150 chapters, too. That's a pretty big milestone for a series, like, in the 2020s.
0: Oh, exactly. I mean, it's one of these things that, like, if someone sort of gets the, you know, kind of the way that I did, where you you get the app in, say, 10 years... And you're like, all right, let's let's go through some old stuff. And you're like, oh shit, me and Roboco had hundred and eighty chapters or something like that. Like, you know, you look at yeah, like, exactly. okay, that's a, that's like a real series that's worth checking out. Whereas like, uh, you know, something uh like High School Family. High School Family ended up with like in the nineties or something like that, or one twenty two. And so like, as much as I loved High School Family, I think you could probably look at that and be like, ah, well, you know. Kind of short run, maybe I don't need to check it out. Or even, like, uh chan You know, Maguchan ended up in the 70s. Like, it, yeah. it, it could... That's something that could, like, easily just be sort of overlooked or forgotten as the kind of the years go by. Whereas me and Robocoat, maybe there's a little bit of, like, okay, this was a real series. I'll check it out at some point. So, the next series we have is Mama Yu-Yu. Jude, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about, uh, feeling about this one right now?
1: Yeah, well, I feel like I'm at kind of a crossroads here because... I continue to really enjoy the artwork of it um Mm -hmm. the world looks beautiful i love the cityscapes the character designs i think for me i'm a little worried about where the storytelling's going it's kind of all over the place we both mentioned that the first uh chapter of this i I saw this on twitter too it felt more like a one shot than Mm -hmm. the introduction to a story And here, it still feels like it's a bunch of ideas that aren't quite coming together. However, there's so many cool illustrations within this one chapter. Uh, We've got one where, like, this hand is ripping (laughs) through the fabric of (laughs) space-time, revealing, like, this giant creature that's made of eyeballs and teeth. Mm -hmm. We've got, like, um, the main character imagining himself getting sliced in half. Really interesting paneling, like, different shapes or panels cutting into other panels so there's a lot of cool stuff happening here i just wish i could follow it more
0: yeah the story is very in the vein of like what you'll see with uh like maybe like Ginka and gluna or something like the start of it where it's just like they're just telling you all this stuff they're like you know there was this king and this hero and then this happened and these demons attacked and it's just like uh, like a I don't care. Who, who cares about that? Just like, yeah. you know, just, just like have your story and like kind of write it and you can fill in that stuff as you go. Right. Like you don't need to tell us the entire history of your world right here in chapter two. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely like the series so far. I, I think the character designs are really cool. Um, what's her name? Y- Yu you, or the, you know, the, like the demon girl, she's got a sick design. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, very, uh, very reminiscent of Ruri dragon. <laughs> yeah but you know it i'm i'm cool with this series so far but it, it the the writing is definitely uh you know not not the greatest at the moment
1: yeah what i want to see is you know more experimentation with the artwork um mm-hmm. A little bit more of the world itself and maybe like slow down on the storytelling a little bit we got a huge fight in chapter one we're already jumping into another one Mm -hmm. um so i'm cool with that but for me i want to see more like i feel like this has the opportunity to be a really like cozy series at times and i want to see more of the like cute aspects of the Mm -hmm. artwork
0: shine through a bit it could, be, it could be like a Tokyo Demon Bride Story type thing with just like nastier looking demons. I'd be down with yeah.
1: that. Unfortunately, I think we're the only ones that actually want that.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, Tokyo Demon Bride Story did not last very long, so that's probably not like a good path for Mama Yu Yu to go down. But I would like if it tried it.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, next series we've got is Blue Box. Uh, we got sort of the, the start and end, I guess, of this... Uh, you know, this this tournament arc for Taiki, nice to see him actually come through here and just, like, crush this dude and get, get the dub, so you know, n- nice we got a little bit of sports. Wish we got more sports action, but... Yeah, the beginning of
1: Blue happen. Box was...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the beginning was, like, him really just getting, like, smacked down and humbled constantly. A little bit more than you usually see in a Shonen series. Mm-hmm. I feel like usually it's, like, you know, they're super talented, off the rip, they may, like, have some adversity up front but they quickly overcome it here like this is the first real sports victory we've seen taiki have we're in chapter 117 this is right after he finally gets a girlfriend too so it's been nothing (laughs) but like win after win for our boy here Mm -hmm. um but it feels well earned, so that's really cool.
0: Yeah, Teki's on a on a hot streak here in, in his personal life and the sports realm. Um, yeah, and like to see him crush this dude with the nasty looking haircut. I don't don't like this guy's hair at all. It really freaks me out.
1: Yeah, very unnerving character design in general.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's too wavy. I don't hair doesn't look <laughs> like that. I don't know what's going on with it yeah
1: um I'm, I'm very confused by it
0: and then the final series we're gonna talk about is mission yozakra family i've been i've been liking Yozafam recently but where where are you at with with this one right now
1: yeah uh sort of like we talked about you know recently Yozafam has really gone back to its roots uh we're finally meeting up with the last of the you know family members getting reintroduced to mm-hmm the new kids uh so this time we've got shinzo about to get married to katana who's the daughter of his newspaper editor yep. um, so cool to see you know cool to see this arc finally come full circle we-, we initially started off very cool on the idea of like yozakura babies but yeah the series has kind of come back to it's like goofy slice of life-esque roots Mm-hmm. Um, and overall this is like probably been the best arc in Yosefam in a long time.
0: Yeah, definitely. Also, I I love the art in this one. These last two pages were like the um the editor guy is kinda like you know, he's all around the page, like just being, you know, super uh like hyperactive dad, I guess. And then on the the very yeah. last panel, I just now noticed it, you can very barely oh, yeah. like see his eye and his mouth and like mustache behind shinzo <laughs> it's hilarious Yeah, that's <laughs> but yeah i, I like where yoza fam is at right now i hope we kind of we hold more of this moving forward but my fear is that after this arc we're gonna get uh, more so many battles and things like that we're gonna fight that dude that has like the long white hair yeah, that I, been... I don't care for
1: it's been forever since we've heard the word "so many" in this series. Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot it even existed, which is a good thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. We should
1: keep forgetting that it exists.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we just want to like forget about that and do you know, Yozakura family slice of life stuff moving forward, I'd be down with that. But you know, once again, I don't, I don't know if if the other jump readers uh, want that. Exactly. <laughs> if we're not going to get Rue Dragon back, I need the, all the other series to become Slice of Life. That's the <laughs> that's the trade I'm willing to make. Um, and some other, or before we get into other manga news, next week we've got Undead Unluck gets the color page and cover page with color pages for a Banashi, two on ice, and then a, a one-shot. Um, did see that Manga Plus is going to like change up the way... I guess or like what series they have in their catalog, and so I saw someone kind of speculate that maybe that means we're going to start getting the one shot. So I I hope that's the case because I would like to I would like to check some of these out at least because we see them you know like it seems like half of the half the time in the magazine there's like a series or you know a one shot there that we don't we just don't get to read at all. So it'd be nice to to see those.
1: Yeah, and you know obviously some of these one shots end up becoming series, so mm-hmm. it would be cool to like. Have an idea of what they might be about before we get to see them in general, and exactly. cool to do some commentary on them mm-hmm. if, if we get the chance.
0: Yeah, or at least like because two, you'll see you know whatever. Oh, this person had these two one shots, and but we have no kind of frame of reference. That doesn't mean anything for us. So, you know, if we could if if we could watch them, uh, you know, play a game in single A before they come up here, that'd be cool
1: exactly yeah we can you know really <laughs> scout these for real
0: Hmm. yep yeah we can we can see the the tape from their time at the louisville bats <laughs> <laughs> um some other manga news we've got uh, aikashi triangle its last chapter is today um i will say it has hit like a pretty natural ending point so you know as i don't know if i like enjoy the series i but i've, I've stuck with it just because it's like Let's let's see what Yabuki's gonna kick, gonna cook up next, and so it will be a little <laughs> bit of a bummer that this one's just like, you know, we don't have that anymore. So, you know, maybe he'll, maybe he'll start something else. Maybe he'll get get another spot in Weekly Shonen Jump. But, uh, yeah. So you know, good for Yabuki. I thought this was like a a pretty decent series.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, he and Shinohara, longtime friends, both mm-hmm. are you know bringing their series to an end. Would be awesome to see the collab uh, that Takabon has long awaited.
0: Yeah, that that would be sick. I'd be I'd be down with that. Yeah, let let Shinohara write the story. Let Yabuki just go buck wild with the the illustrations. Let's let's do it. Maybe that's sket dance too. You know, they're grown up now. The series can be a little more uh, adult in content. <laughs> let's just let's do it. <laughs>
1: I'm here for it. Let's go.
0: Yeah, I see. I see no reason why they why they shouldn't do that. Maybe it'll just be a crossover. You'll have like this. We've already had the sket dance and witch watch crossover, so maybe it'll just be like sket dance, witch watch, to love, rue, throw in some of the Ayakashi triangle. I've not read Black Cat, but it seems pretty grounded. Throw them in there too. Just have a big mishmash. <laughs> That'd be fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. And then we've also got Undead Unluck anime starts next week. and then a series that I've been kind of reading and talking about uh, here and there is uh, Fryrim Beyond Journey's End. That anime starts up later this week. It's being done by Madhouse and the uh, the first um, what call it the first episode, I think is like one of these giant hour and a half long things that they've been doing. I think they did that for like Demon Slayer and um, I think Jujutsu Kaisen might have been the same way or like the first episode was an hour or something like that. But I could be wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like... I'm totally here for this upcoming anime series or season. Especially mm-hmm. since we've got the Undead Unlock anime coming as well. Uh, even though I've hated on that series in the past. Uh, you know, I'm here to see it in motion. And Studio David, I, I trust mm-hmm. them to do a good job on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I liked... I've only watched the uh, the first like two arcs of like the first two JoJo's parts on or like through the anime, and I liked that more than I did the manga. So maybe it'll be the same for for Undead Unluck here. Um, you know, willing willing to give it a try at least. It's a you know it's a studio that knows what they're doing, and as annoying as Undead Unluck can get sometimes, it you know it's got some cool moments. So maybe the maybe the anime will be one of the rare you know better than the manga things. So yeah willing to willing to see it through at least but i'm very excited for the the fry anime i i love that manga i think it's very good so that'll be cool and it's being done by you know madhouse which is one of the like probably two or three uh studios you want to pick up your to pick up your anime
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah madhouse is sick they they did Mm -hmm. um do they do the first or like pre most recent versions of one punch man Cause I think uh, they did the. First. They did
0: the first. They did not do the second one.
1: Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because the first, the first one, Punch Man season is just like crazy. Peak.
0: Mm-hmm. They did an
1: incredible job, and then as soon as Madhouse pulled out, they like yep. completely fell off.
0: Yeah, Madhouse did that. They did the, the twenty eleven Hunter Hunter, and they did Death Note also it's basically all the all the anime where people are like you know where to start with anime watch these series it's it's madhouse (laughs) yeah i also just googled
1: one punch man on like images and there's some one punch man sketchers that came out at some point over the past couple years they look kind of fire actually let's go I might, might need to cop those.
0: Hey, I mean, you know, it's it's been a while since I've been been running, but Skechers was a brand that I was, like, starting to go to more and more for Skechers because they actually have, like, yeah. pretty legit stuff for pretty cheap. So, you know, I'm, I'll am i ride the Skechers wave here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And then next announcement we've got is kind of the new series we're going to be covering. So through the month of October, we're going to be covering a few Junji Ito ones. So, uh, the first one we're going to do is Gyo, and we'll do those two volumes. Uh, that episode will come out October 5th, you know, provided we don't have to switch the schedule up for anything. And then we're going to cover Remina. It's a single-volume manga. That one will come out October 12th. And then the final two weeks of October, the nineteenth and twenty sixth, we'll be doing Uzamaki, which is kind of Junji Ito's big uh, like claim to fame, I guess. Uh, so we'll do volumes one and two on the nineteenth, and then volume three on October twenty sixth. So if you want to follow along with those, uh, the the chapters are all on the on that like Viz subscription app, and I think every Barnes and Noble I've been into has like an entire Junji Ito sec- section. So yeah. <laughs> you can you can find the hard copies there of all of these, I'm sure. So. Excited for that because I, like last October, I tried to read some Junji Ito thing. I think I picked up. It was like you know, literally his first work, and I was like, I don't, I'm not feeling this. So it'll be nice to sort of force myself to, to do it just to kind of, you know, further flesh out my, the the manga catalog in my in my brain. You know that I can I can keep pulling from for for these episodes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've peeped his short stories in the past, but have really yet to read a novel that he's done. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty pretty interested.
0: Yeah, and I think we've got a good assortment of series here. Like, Gyo and Uzumaki are both, like, pretty massive. I think those are kind of, like, maybe the, the one and two for if you're going to start with Genji Ito. Um, and I think, like... If I remember correctly, Gyo ran in, like, the early 2000s. Uzumaki was maybe the 90s. And I think Remina is pretty recent. It might have been, like, mm-hmm. 2015 or something like that. So, we'll get kind of the, uh, okay, it looks like Remina was maybe mid-2000s, like, 2004, 2005. So, we'll we'll get a nice, like, uh, you know, span of his, his career, which will be cool, too, to see kind of how he's. He's grown throughout the years, um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to get into it because you know Junji Ito is one of these people that like for the longest time you'll see it's like what manga should I read if I like this and this and this it's like whoa try Junji Ito and I've almost stayed away from him because of that because everyone recommends yep. it. I was like I don't want to I don't want to deal with that but yeah so th- this will be this will be a lot of fun I think and you know get into that that Halloween spirit next month.
1: Oh yeah, should be real fun. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, All right, well, I think that does it for for us. Jude, what have you been? uh, What manga have you been checking out, or uh, you know, what have you been reading this week?
1: Yeah, so I finally I've been mentioning like, oh, I kind of want to get back into One Piece, Mm -hmm. and uh, I am reading the manga again. I finally finished the (laughs) Alabasta arc, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But now I'm kind of excited to like, you know. That one, I kind of had to remember what was going on, so now I feel like I'm really, like, about to restart again.
0: Nice. See there what we happens go.
1: after that. Um, I did like the part where Nami has that, like, weird party favor that um, Usopp gives her, and, like, she figures out how to use it as a weapon. I thought mm-hmm. that was a cool, like, fight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that arc is... I think it's one of the kind of weaker big arcs, but it is cool because it like once you finish that it's sort of like okay, I I know what to expect from One Piece moving forward. And I think just like the, you know, the the subsequent arcs just get kind of better and better from there on out. Um so yeah, it it's it's almost like uh yeah, the Alabasta arc is kind of like a a tipping point for the series like, you know, am I gonna am I gonna keep doing this or or not?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely it's, what about you
0: um or i've been reading ahead. so i've been reading a lot of uh dr slump i read about like 50 or 60 dr slump chapters yesterday um Damn. i just it's one that i've been kind of like chipping away at pretty slowly over the past couple years um and then yesterday i just was sitting outside and just like kept going through chapter after chapter after chapter and i i, I see it now i'm like okay i you know but because beforehand i was like yeah it's all right it's you know it's Toriyama, Kind of at, the, at the beginning and now I I'm I'm fully in like Doctor Slump is is great. I you know, cuz at this point he started to do like more kind of like four or five six chapter like little mini arcs. So it's it's a little easier to just like you know, get through chapter after chapter whereas beforehand each chapter is it is very very episodic and you know, it still is to a degree. It's just the episodes are now six chapters long instead of just one. Um but yeah, it's it's really good. I, I like it a lot. And I also started up uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, part seven, which this is the one that everyone sort of claims is one of the one of the goats. If you look on like my anime list or whatever, I think it's maybe the number one yeah. manga or number two somewhere up there. Um and I like it so far. I I think at this point I still like part four better, but it's it's pretty good. It's definitely Probably the second or third best one that I've read at this point. I'm only maybe 25-ish chapters in. Um, we'll say it is a little bit of a grind because it's got long chapters. It's like 30 to 50-page chapters. So that that takes some, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit arduous to actually read at times. But it's, you know, it's JoJo's. It's Araki going, going wild. So, it's it's pretty good i don't think you know there are people that are like should i just skip straight to steel ball run and i don't think so i think i think the other ones are good enough and this one has not blown me away at this point enough that it's like yeah you should just skip straight to it i think you know if you're gonna if you if you want to read it just just grind through the rest of jojos to get there yeah, um,
1: yeah. I, I've i seen, like, pictures from it, and it looks mm-hmm. really
0: cool. Yeah, it's cool, and it's got some cool characters and cool character designs, and I like that the, the kind of the main character that you follow is actually uh, not a Joestar, it's, it's a Gyro Zapele, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Johnny Joestar is there kind of with him, they're sort of like dual protagonists, which Jojo does a lot, but Zapele, I think, plays, like, a bigger role than some of the other, uh, yeah. like, secondary characters do in, in other Jojo parts. Um, all right, Jude, what's your, uh, you got any kind of non manga or like bonus recommendations for us this week?
1: Yeah. So I've been watching this documentary on Netflix called wrestlers. That's, Mm -hmm. I think I was actually talking to you about that in the last episode, Yeah. but, um, it's really, uh, it's really good, but definitely recommend like watching the whole thing. But Mm -hmm. also, uh, the great British baking show comes back next week or this week on Netflix. Oh, let's go. And, uh, yeah i always look forward to that every year so Mm -hmm. that should be real fun one of my favorite uh shows
0: every year yeah big big baking show guy i saw that uh you know at at this point the only streaming service my wife and i have is hbo but they have all the like uh like the seasonal you know baking shows so they've got like whatever you know halloween baking championships so we've been we've been kind of chipping away at that a little bit um it's yeah love those but definitely love uh great british baking show it's uh yeah one, one of the best <laughs> uh, my recommendation this week is the uh, studio ghibli documentary the kingdoms of dreams and madness i keep wanting to call it li- like you know studio ghibli dreams and dreams and nightmares but it's not <laughs> <laughs> i
1: used to pray for time <laughs> like
0: this but it's it's pretty good I, I like it it's on it's on hbo um i like that kind of how they portray um, Miyazaki because I feel like Miyazaki people always kind of think about or you know refer to him as this like just super great like wholesome dude and like he is but he's also kind of an asshole and the documentary doesn't really like shy away so it's I don't know it's just kind of cool to to see that I mean I guess not cool that that he's an asshole that probably sucks like he seems like a guy that would be kind of annoying to work for at times but also I don't know nice to see that they're not just like oh yeah this guy that made totoro like he's he's the greatest guy ever you know um oh yeah but yeah i think that documentary is is very good it's it's cool i also love their like their the look of their studio it's like very modern looking on the outside and then you get in there and it looks like you know an old like office from the 1990s <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've always been meaning to watch that one. I've seen all the, like, clips and, like, screenshots from it. Mm-hmm. It looks great.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's really cool. They also, because it's, you know, it's his time making The Wind Rises, so uh, Hideaki Anno has some parts in there, like, because he's the, he voices the, like, the main character, I think. Um, so it, it's cool. And, you know, they're they're talking because Hideaki Anno worked on Nausicaa Valley of the Wind so you know Mm -hmm. there's some some fun stuff like them you know like miyazaki talking about him and he talking about miyazaki that it's pretty cool too just to see like another kind of like unrelated i guess director you know talk about uh studio ghibli and miyazaki so that that's really neat too yeah but yeah it looks really cool Mm mm-hmm so that'll do it for us this week. Uh, next week we'll have uh, another weekly Shonen Jump episode, and we'll also start off. Uh, yeah, I guess next week will be the first, the first of the the Miyazaki ones. So we'll we'll be starting that up. So yeah, thanks as usual for listening, and uh, yeah, hit us with a rating review wherever you can do that, and we'll see you next time.